0: Hi, I'm Sally. I'm Linda. And I'm Ming. Pour yourself a cup of tea and join us for this week's episode of Moving Oolong.
1: Hey everyone, welcome back. This is the fourth episode of our fifth season and it turns out we're already out of ideas.
0: Uh, do <laughs> I'm, I'm just kidding.
1: I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. If you listen to our first episode of the season, we said we would try to incorporate more uh, just conversational episodes, more so that it feels like we're talking with you all or including you in our discussion, something less structured. So I think we might as well throw one in now um, to break up some of our more uh, topical episodes or ones with guests. So we'll start with that this week. Um, And then to kick it off, I guess we can talk about our weeks. We left you all hanging last week. Um... Because we were about to go to Sally's birthday party. And I don't know. Sally, how do you think that went?
0: We partied. <laughs> um, you partied? That was it. <laughs> I partied. Linda partied along with me. She was cooperative. Mm, yes, I did. was holed up in Vincent's <laughs> bed the whole night. I was so drained. <laughs> <laughs> but it was fun. Um, I got to catch up with some old friends. And that was like... Not very nice, Mm -hmm. Uh, and then I invited. It was always really weird and like nerve wracking when you combine your friends from different friend groups together. Because I don't know, especially like being like kind of one of the hosts of the party. I was very like distracted because I don't know who to talk to, and then I was like being pulled in all directions. But I don't know. It was fun for what it was, and I think our guests had fun, which is to me the most important part. Um, and I made my Sp- Sally's spicy sauce, which was my junk, my jungle juice, my signature <laughs> jungle juice. Um, signature. it wasn't that spicy cause I didn't have that much ginger in it, but it's basically a ginger, uh, ginger drink, <laughs> ginger. What else uh. did I put in lime? <laughs> um, there Alcohol. was like that like e- echinacea flower from a, a little like oh, mixer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That. I got a little like juice mix from Trader Joe's and I threw that in there. Um just like whatever made the gallon full. Okay. And so we five? will not
1: have the recipe linked below. <laughs> yeah, we'll
0: <we're> not <laughs> just like throw a bunch of the stuff, stuff together. <laughs> Because I had this, Jen and I thought it would would be a great idea to buy two five gallon pitchers and each fill our own pitcher up with the jungle juice. And we like poured a whole handle of alcohol in each one, in like two whole bottles of soda, and like a whole chunk of ice, and it still wasn't full. So we just kept (laughs) throwing like random stuff into there. Dangerous. It was fun. I think like the drinks turned out pretty good pretty tasty mm-hmm. um i think mine was definitely stronger than hers mm-hmm. in hindsight mm. but yeah i turned i showed up late for the party because we were recording the podcast and then <laughs> someone was like of course you would show up late for your own party <laughs> i forgot who said that fashionally late you have to say you're fashionably late uh-huh yeah it was
1: so overwhelming though like coming down the it stairs was. and hearing the music like come <laughs> from the
0: door <laughs> yeah I, I like how like vincent blockaded his room with four chairs but then we mm-hmm. just like overtook the barricade and like, <laughs> went up to his room <laughs>
1: honestly highlight of the night
0: yeah that is it linda what do you think about the party
1: mm,
2: i like making the banner like painting, mm-hmm. that's
1: <laughs> yeah. My dumbass so <laughs> yeah. <like for> <laughs> Sally, expose yourself.
2: <sighs> Sally, mm-hmm. it was like it? the most unnecessary mm-hmm. letter to exist in the word, so I think it worked out. Birthday, I, I, don't it know, is
1: it? <laughs> I appreciate you. <laughs> okay, for context, anyone who wasn't at the party, we like made a banner. Uh, for, I don't know, what was it? Just decorations. All I want for my birthday is three big booty homes (laughs) because the big booties were the hosts of the night, Vincent, Jen, and uh, Sally. Sally, though, even though it's her birthday and she's a full-grown adult, is still illiterate and can't spell the word birthday, so it turned out to be birthday without the H. (laughs) Which I guess, you get the gist. You still get the gist without the H. No one
0: noticed without me pointing it out, so...
1: They noticed, Sally. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, I don't no, know. Once about the that. party
0: started, people didn't notice. I think. Okay.
1: <laughs> but when I saw it on Jen's Instagram story, I like
0: <laughs> <laughs> cringe. She just
1: at least cropped out. The I know. Birthday. She did not. <laughs> she did me dirty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Linda, what did you think? Because we all came from the same place of like, oh, we did the podcast, which is, if y'all listened, it was pretty intense. And then. Mm-hmm shuffled over to a party
2: <laughs> yeah it was like whiplash basically mm-hmm. and then when we approached the door and then they like open it and you can like smell like the alcohol and like the <laughs> lights and like it was like an underground club kind of that yeah we had to go into but I think it was fun um I like going to the VIP lounge <laughs> room, and then like having those two spaces to hang out in but I was very socially like I guess I like, didn't know what to do because of mm-hmm. all those people. And it was like, didn't know whether to like dance or to talk or to catch up. But saw mm-hmm. a lot of people that I didn't expect. And I haven't seen like a year. So mm-hmm. I think it was really Whenever successful. I didn't know what
0: to do, I was just like, shots.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes. That's how I ended up more tipsy than I thought I was halfway through the night. I feel like I yeah. felt the same. Linda. Well, no, Where like. The music was at a volume that was good for dancing, but no one mm-hmm. was dancing at, at the beginning. No one was dancing, but then it was too loud to talk to people and catch up. So, like, my brain couldn't decide mm-hmm. what to do. So, it just shut down and I just ended up like <laughs> standing there or sitting on the couch. And then, like, the next day, Carlos and Sebastian were like, Yeah, I mean, you have like a rusty bitch face the entire time. <laughs> I was like, What? uh yeah well, I think Sebastian I was just, had fun very in my thoughts oh he definitely did mm-hmm. yeah it was fun to see other people have fun
0: and like yeah people you had I think seen like that's everyone. all I need like as mm-hmm. long as everyone else is having fun then I'm happy to
1: yeah <laughs> um besides the party I don't know that was on Friday and we're recording now on Tuesday so not that much has happened <laughs> in, in between. Um. Did anything eventful happen to you all? I mean, it we was Valentine's Love Day. We
0: Blind Japan, the okay. first episode together. I guess that's eventful. <laughs> uh huh. It was nice. I it inspired me to watch the second episode, so mm-hmm. it's got that going for it. Um, I think, I don't know, like how it compares to the American version. Do did, did you guys watch the American versions? Yes. Uh, I watched. I think Lynn and I we both watched
1: the first season. No. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. of the American one.
0: Mhm. How was
1: it? I mean, I've only watched one episode of the Japanese version, but they put a lot of budget behind this one. Mm-hmm. A lot more than like the, the American set one. It's very mm-hmm. elaborate. It's very pretty mm-hmm. and cute. And I think I was, the people are more I don't know if they're older, but they're definitely seem more mature.
0: Mm-hmm. Less dramatic. I was surprised like they would bring up divorce and stuff like pretty early on. Mm. And I don't know, I guess like in this one, I was surprised how much they talked about their feelings and kind of went into like pretty deep into the conversations pretty early on too. I don't know. I if mean, the- you only have a limited right? amount of time, right? Yeah. Yeah.
1: But yeah. I don't do know. y'all think you would do something like that or you couldn't see them that just had really deep conversations like
0: from the start? <laughs> I don't know. Mm. Would you ever go on something
1: like this? I don't think I'd go on a show. But the concept itself, like, without the filming yeah. behind it, does seem interesting. I think so, too. Because we always complain, or maybe I complain, about how mm-hmm. dating apps are just, like, very appearance-based. And, like, it's hard yeah. to get to know the person behind it. Even with prompts, like, on Hinge or whatever, it's, like, not enough for me to fully feel like I want to invest in that person. So having the conversation element and that's all you have and you don't have the physical uh, aspect to judge someone off of does sound kind of intriguing. I don't know if
0: appealing, but intriguing. I feel like it sounds more appealing or yeah, intriguing or appealing in theory. But then if I were actually to do it, I'd still judge them by their appearance appearance, um, once I see them. (laughs) So that kind of defeats the purpose because I feel like you can't – not intertwine the two mm, yeah so, you can't get around it forever. Someone not, without their appearance i mean
1: it gets back to the question of like do you think you can grow to like like if someone's not necessarily your type from the start or you're not necessarily attracted to them can you like grow to like them or be interested to them just based off of like the time you spend with them and their personality because i definitely think i can do that but you're right it's like do you have enough of the conversation and that foundation behind it to like, even if you saw them and they were like hideous to you, <laughs> you're still able to like get past that because of the foundation you built with them? I don't know if you do, because in the show, it's like two days,
0: right? hmm I don't think I could do it, to be no. quite honest. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I don't think I could do it either. Like, I need to see them to get the full picture um like physical like expression and Mm, that's true also whatever they're saying but also the show i think they kind of screen people so they're not hideous um Mm. so it's kind of like defeating the purpose of like liking someone just for their personality i think in the american one the second season they had um people who like didn't fit the beauty standard and then they were like we didn't really see much of them after the mm-hmm. first episode so like you can't completely eliminate appearance and standards like that even through yeah. like this psychological show which like they could have had like an actual I don't know like psychological person or- or- no, oh. no. <laughs> what
1: <laughs> I thought that's what you were getting towards like oh they could have actually had ugly people but then like that's Ugly is subjective. Anyway, sorry. Mm. It's like you're
0: recruiting people to be ugly. So then you have to be yeah. ugly. And like, not consider yourself ugly, just sign to yourself up. <laughs> yeah.
1: So, like,
2: it's not going to work in like any trajectory that they were planning. What mm-hmm. were you saying about the psychologist? I mean, I feel like there's like theories behind it about growing to like someone and
0: mm-hmm.
2: like relationship therapists or like marriage therapists and people like that who would provide some, like, context on the experiment? Because they frame it as, like, a social experiment, but there's not really any of the, like, science or, like, theory behind that. So maybe if we learn more on that aspect, it would make for higher production.
1: The social experiment is just, like, the hook, right? To get people to watch, but there's no, like, control cases or anything like that. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing to find, but... Oh, what was I going to say? Mm. <laughs> I lost it for a second. Maybe watching the Japanese one, our feelings will change because you're right. The American one was very much um, like past the initial like shock value of, oh, my God, they don't get to see each other and they have to get engaged before they can see each other. Like the rest of the show was pretty much a, like a typical dating show or like. Mm -hmm. They go on dates, get to know each other and then meet the family. Although that is something I do like compared to like The Bachelor or other dating shows is that in the American one, later in the episodes, they actually do have more serious conversations about like finances Mm. and um, people's place in life, their careers. Because like those are serious conversations that you should have with someone you're going to get married to that like is not shown on, like I said, The
0: Bachelor or other dating shows. It does seem more realistic. And like the whole like meeting the parents too, that is a huge thing and like getting married and it doesn't feel like you're just on this isolated Island because they actually go out in the old, the real world mm. later on <laughs> Island, like singles Inferno. island.
2: <laughs> mm.
1: <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I think the recent holiday of Valentine's day and then watching all these dating shows has seeped into my mind when it comes to like my perspective on dating a little or I don't know it's easy to get to be to be jaded I think when when you're like single and like you don't you're not really going out I mean we've gone out a few times but like we're still pretty much at home the only outside activity I see is the gym Lynn and I were joking or maybe I was joking with Carlos that like oh like when we go to the gym on Valentine's Day everyone who's there must be single because they have nothing else to do with their lives (laughs) Um, But besides that, like, that's the only interaction I get besides like online. And I've already decided that's not really for me right now.
2: Mm. So there's like not really an avenue
0: to right. get to know people. Mm-hmm. You don't know think you can get to know people at the gym?
1: Yeah, the gym it's is there. <laughs> it's so hard though because we're always in a group. And like, mm-hmm. I think separate it's hard to approach group. a group. I don't want to, to separate the from group. the group. <laughs> this group will never be disbanded you two always run off together so that's like automatically like although i guess it's easy to approach two girls versus like if carlos was hanging out with us uh we joke around as like oh carlos is like cock blocking me at the gym because <laughs> we're always hanging out but yeah <laughs>
2: Mm. i kind of felt like that barrier at the party because there was this guy that people were telling me to go talk to mm-hmm. but he was always in a group with a bunch of bros and they're all like standing mm. in a closed circle like <laughs> broing out and it's like how would i even approach <laughs> that one person and like you can't penetrate him smell. out and <laughs> <around. laughs> i was like no <laughs> too was, like, impenetrable area. yeah oh my
1: gosh Yeah, I remember that being like a major theme of the party and then like you being annoyed or something (laughs) about like all of us talking about it. I think
2: everyone was just kind of like excited because Mm -hmm. it's like a party environment. You want to meet people, but I'm like, why me?
1: I had the mindset of like, as long as it's not me, I don't care. Same. So, <laughs> for once, I'm not the one that's being like egged on or singled out or something. So, it was your turn to be egged on to the himbo. Mm.
2: Yeah, the himbo discourse was like a salient point of
0: the night the too. night, Yeah. Linda, I think people should explain mm-hmm. what himbo means to our audience.
2: All right, <laughs> <laughs> okay, for like the 10th time in <laughs> the past like weekend, a himbo is. A man who is kind of a bro, kind of buff, but also is just like kind hearted, maybe a bit like airheaded. Um, Mm -hmm. but I guess the main thing is that it's a guy who's basically values kindness over intelligence. Um and is there anything else you
0: would add to that description?
1: that's yeah. what I think. I'm saying, like, golden retriever puppy energy.
0: Mm. Mm. Like, I think the, an attractive I don't know if looking it has guy has to do with intelligence. It's more like they're aloof or like unaware.
1: Yeah, they might be book smart, but like, yeah, yeah. their street smart is like not quite there.
0: Mm. They're, they're like the like opposite Linda's of like a devil's advocate,
1: mm-hmm. man. Yeah, yeah. So, okay, I guess context is like there was this guy at the party that before the party <laughs> was announced as a himbo to Linda. <laughs> this poor man was, was had a target on him for like ideal himbo status. And I guess we were all excited for something to happen for Linda or like something to happen for any of us. So like at the party, we were just like egging her on to talk to him. And Carlos was friends with him. So we were like, okay, Carlos, you, like, you can wingman Linda. And then the whole time we were just like watching the two of them, but like nothing happened. And then I guess... I don't know, Linda, you couldn't speak to it, but you came up to me later and you're like, I'm tired of this himbo, <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I'm done. Yeah, I guess, because
2: people kept calling him, like, a himbo, and I got kind of annoyed at that because I don't know him, I don't know his, like, himbo capacity, and also <laughs> it's like, once you tell someone that they are a himbo, and then they have that awareness, are they still a himbo? Like, they well, know too much. did someone tell him he's a himbo? I'm like, if we're putting this much like huh. emphasis on that part of the identity, it would be kind of disingenuous to not be like, I'm going for a himbo. That also sounds kind <laughs> of like bad because it's like basically like a category of people. Uh mm-hmm. That's like, it, would not it be fair
1: to be, like, a target, kind of? But it also gets I, into, like, gender roles and things I like that, A better question too. would be, like, why were you interested in himbos in the first place? Because this didn't come out mm-hmm. anywhere. I don't know if it started out as a joke for you, but, like, on your dating profile, you're like, looking for the
0: himbo of my dreams. But, like, <laughs> why <laughs> is that you're even f- something that you think of? You were, mm-hmm. like, the first one to use the term himbo, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, it like... Seeped into our friend group somehow. <laughs> it's like, it's like all your world, we know that.
2: <laughs> well, we know a himbo, the three of us from college, and then that's how like <laughs> we that emerged because it's a very quintessential himbo. He <laughs> should not be named. Yes, I think I just enjoy that personality because it like drills down to what is important in. Like relationships, like having a high EQ, valuing emotion over like rationality or I guess I've had experiences with people who are really intelligent, who are really, I guess, like critical and things like that. But they mm-hmm. weren't a good person. And mm-hmm. I think mean, I've learned that even if someone has like you know, the same politics as me, who mm-hmm. supports the same ideals and has the same beliefs. They're, like, it's not promised that they're going to be a kind person, even with all of these, like, you know, these skills, their career, their like ability to communicate complex ideas, things like that. Mm-hmm. It's all not important compared to having kindness and mm-hmm. valuing that.
1: So, wow. You make himbos sound really appealing, yeah. Now, now I want to compare to your definition of a himbo. Mm.
2: I think mean, it's giving like this the good so parts better. of masculinity over like those other things, like, oh, mm. women are too emotional, but himbos mm. are like super buff, really rowy, and they also have that like emotional appeal. So mm. that's my I guess reasoning. But it's mm-hmm. also not fair to like categorize
1: people like right. that. Right. Especially if it's like not a self-claimed label for mm-hmm. us to be going around and like making assumptions about this person's emotional and like just intelligence overall. <laughs> yeah, because Then it's
2: like, are you just calling them stupid? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Airheads. I don't mm-hmm. know. I like though how it's like a like a um reverse or not a reverse, but like a mirror of the term bimbo. Cause I think bimbo Oh my gosh. I was reading about this really briefly about how we went from like a girl boss era to like a bimbo era Mm -hmm. of like what we value as women, I guess, of like, oh, we went from like being super girl boss, like achieve your (laughs) dreams, grind, you know, get that bag, which to some extent is still there, but it is gradually becoming more just like, okay, being like at Not trying to strive for like economic success, but more just like have that, those emotional connections, uh, fostering your friendships and relationships around you, which is way more of a like a quote unquote bimbo ideal, because it's more like based on emotional connection than just flat out intelligence and things like that. So I like how it's like finally a man is allowed to be called an idiot. Well, not an idiot, but they're allowed to be valued for their emotions rather than just it's oh it's all like women are so emotional like there's so many bimbos or like they are such airheads but instead like men are also allowed to be called that with this term mm-hmm. I, don't, yeah. I don't know if you have like that a positive way yeah yeah mm-hmm. cuz bimbo is like for women is like derogatory right most times i think when mm-hmm. you call a woman a bimbo she's like a dumb blonde or you know airhead Whereas like a man is like it might be derogatory kind of but it's also like affectionate <laughs> Mm -hmm. Mm (laughs) i didn't think we'd get into such deep discourse about like himbos and bimbos but that was like you said a main part of our party and i guess does that bleed into like your actual dating outside of the party lena
2: i don't think so i think it's more like an ideal to have because i don't really know what my type is or people that i go for so i guess that's like a common thing that is like a nice idea but also i feel like this kind of connects to the episode we recorded on friday Mm. because that we were talking about how it changed from valuing career to like changing priorities to valuing other things like friendships or you know other hobbies so is it like a post girl boss era, because I think I had my girl mm. boss era during college. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I don't know, it, like, what stage of the of the curve <laughs> you guys are at, but it's like valuing different things also ties into
0: the himbo a- values or characteristics. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You think who you're like looking for and more attracted to also has changed depending on like your values. Like, you want someone who has similar. Like priorities as you right now, I guess. Like maybe in Mm. college, you were more attracted to people who are more driven or like passionate, like career focused, but now you're like more attracted to people who (laughs) I guess have that himbo vibe, like (laughs) are more concerned about creating these relationships than their career. I don't think it's like mutually,
2: like, what is it? Like we can't have one without, yeah, mutually exclusive also but having having everything I don't know I want <laughs> she it, wants, all. Who <laughs> has has it all yeah. <laughs> you
1: know I I do see that of like uh like myself personally like considering like the whole person more than just thinking like their career or what they are aiming for in life like defines them as like a suitable partner Like like you definitely learn your lessons of like when you date someone of what you are looking for more or like, oh, I didn't get this in my last relationship. So I would like more of this. Mm -hmm. And I'm not speaking like specifically about any one person, but I think that is generally how people learn from past relationships. And when they get back into the dating world, they're like, okay, this is what I, I have on my list of like what I want. So like Linda, would you say that you've added like emotional intelligence even higher or on your list at all now that like you've come out of a few relationships.
2: Mm, not that I value it higher because I feel like it's always been high, but I think I value like, um, like ideals or politics or intelligence less oh, okay. than before. Mm-hmm. Hmm.
1: Well, I mean, I guess Sally, we've been talking about dating, but You're not in the dating pool.
0: That was your Valentine's Day. We didn't talk about that. (laughs) That was a terrible transition ring. Sorry. (laughs) This is supposed
1: to be casual anyway.
0: Valentine's Day was good. It was very low-key. And I just cooked a dinner for Kevin. He came over. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I was... I asked him what he wanted to eat and he was not being helpful and then mm-hmm. finally I, I got him to tell me <laughs> <laughs> nah, he finally told me he wanted like roasted baby potatoes and kale what chips <laughs> so then I was like I had to look up what, what, him, is wrong what exactly he meant by kale chips <laughs> And then <laughs> so I made them for him but then yeah and then I made um, like I got to choose the meat so I just made <laughs> okay. coconut beef was yeah, a nice meal um, and I also got <laughs> I got us a cake, but it got ruined in the transport. Aww. Unfortunately, but it still tasted good. And yeah, we just had some wine very chill night. Um, it's really it's a cute. Oh, you got me like a really thoughtful gift. It's oh okay, the outer shell is like this 3D printed puzzle thing. So like it's a box, but you need to like do a puzzle to open it. And then mm. inside of the box, he um put like a bunch of little stars. Like in each star, he wrote like a thing that he liked about me. That oh. was really cute,
2: Kevin. Wow, yeah.
1: this is really good. And spooky. he told me
0: that the first time he wrote all the stars, they were like too big to fit in the box because he did it before he printed the box. So then he redid all the stars <gasps> to make them smaller,
1: <laughs> oh. and that made the gift like a hundred times sweeter, didn't it?
0: <laughs> the labor, like,
1: of yeah, the labor. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that love behind it. Oh, that's really sweet. That's very Kevin of him to so like three D print something. <laughs> the
0: three, yeah. the three D printing. <laughs> I feel like whenever someone gives you like a, a gift that obviously took like a lot of time and like thought mm-hmm. into it, that makes it even more like meaningful. And meaningful, mm-hmm. yeah.
1: What do you think of like this in comparison to your past like Valentine's Day
0: dates? Because I feel, I feel like,
1: like in our society, Valentine's mm-hmm. days date. Dates eh, are, like, very (laughs) high-pressure events.
0: I feel like it's always been a pretty low-pressure day for Mm me. Like, even in my past relationship, we kind of did things pretty low-key. Yeah. I am, like, I'm not about to, like, go out there and fight for, like, 20 other people. Fight for Mm -hmm. a reservation with 20 other people. So I prefer it this way. And, I mean, if you ever want to celebrate, like, more fancy more fancier. Um, like my big suggested, like just a f- one or two weeks after, one or two weekends mm. after the actual Valentine's Day, it's like gonna be much more reasonable. So mm-hmm. there's always an option of doing it later or earlier than than everyone else.
1: I feel like I have a similar approach because when I was dating Stefan, we had like different types of Valentine's Day dates. Like our first mm-hmm. one, we were like, oh it's like our first one. So let's let's do the the traditional thing of like going out for dinner at a nice yeah. restaurant. It was like the most miserable of the dates that I had, like <laughs> oh, Valentine's oh, Day wow. dates that I've had with him because it was like every other couple, every other basic couple is out there trying <laughs> to find like a seat at this table. And you, even when you make reservations, I think a lot of restaurants, they like know it's Valentine's Day. So like, it was like the cliche photo where like there's like a two-person table and just rows of like two-person pe- oh tables <laughs> and just like yeah. a, the man and the woman sitting across from each other like just like mirrored all the way down the length of the (laughs) restaurant and i don't know if i told you guys but it was like the one time that we had that dinner for valentine's day and we were like ignored by the waiter i don't know because we were like younger looking or something compared to the other couples but we like sat there for like a good 30 minutes without getting a menu or water or anything like that and Mm. obviously it's like cold in february but i was dressed Mm up and so like the walk there was like pretty miserable but So, like, looking back, I think I really enjoyed the Valentine's Day dates where it was just, like, more chill. just like, more focused on the two of you and less about the, like, event and the day itself.
2: Mm. So, it was, like, a fancy place. It was, like,
1: decently fancy. It wasn't, like, super duper, like, black tie fancy, but it was, like, going out of our way to make the reservation and, like, doing it for the event when in later years, I think it was better when it was just, like, like what Sally and Kevin did, like just hanging out at home. or like, mm. okay, mm. like this is an intentional time to be together, but it's not like we have to go balls to the walls.
2: Mm. Yeah. So it's like a farce. Stop. It's like the commodification
1: <laughs> of love. <laughs> I guess if that's how you, that's a very Linda way to describe it.
0: Yeah. My coworker was telling me, she's married, and so she's been doing this for a while with her husband, and guess. Mm-hmm. But she was telling me like, usually if you want to like go out and have like the tr- traditional nice date, dinner date, like it's better to do it on your anniversary or something, mm-hmm. or like birthdays mm-hmm. where you're not fighting with other people and you can actually enjoy the moment. So,
1: and it's more yeah. unique too, yeah, because it's like more specific to your relationship versus like, mm-hmm. as Linda says, a commercial holiday. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Linda, did you have any memorable Valentine's days in the past, or did you have a memorable day yesterday <laughs> at the gym?
0: Did you guys do partner <sighs> climbs? We didn't make it night. Why? (laughs) It was so bad, because Sally, we needed you. Yeah,
2: we
1: were like both too, like I don't know, weak or just unstable. We were not able to hold each other up (laughs) because I don't know if you've seen them, Sally. But the way they work is that like you have two climbs that like basically intersect. Like you're forced to climb on top of each other, kind of, or support each other. Kind of, and like you can use the partner as like a hold, basically, because the holds are intentionally spread out pretty far. Mm-hmm. And like we've tried it both ways, like we flipped the routes both times and like when I would climb onto Linda, apparently I was like <laughs> pulling at her skin like giving her rug burns. She's <laughs> like ripping my skin off. And then when she climbed on me, I like wasn't able to like she's too gangly that she was like dragging me down. <laughs> so Sally, we need you to be the base. Yeah, we need you to be the strong base cuz we're both not strong or very uh, secure but it was a fun like it was very cute the way they set it up they have these holds that are shaped that look kind of like hearts and they're on the wall and then like a bunch of these couples and not just like you know heterosexual couples but like girls and you know friends would try it it was really cute to see people just like it was like just for fun right like mm-hmm. no stress
0: Mm. So, mm. It's sounds fun. cute. Yeah. I
1: like it. You can even concept. do it by yourself. If you really <laughs> like, like, Alex, like Alex. He did it like a climb the whole, he climbed both routes by himself. Oh my An God. An intentional buddy climb by himself. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, get fucked. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> but it was kind of, I don't know, the gym was a little emptier, but um, definitely just more friend groups. Mm-hmm. It seemed like. No, couples. I, I liked the vibe. If there were couples, they left early. You know, they had to get to their <laughs> reservation, so <laughs> they rushed off. But the people who were left behind, we were all like, com- "What is that word? Co-patriots or like companion com- uh, in it together?" You know? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Living that single gym life together, commiserating. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know if it was misery, but yeah, we we're all hanging out, and we saw Priscilla, which we haven't climbed with her in a while, so fun to catch up with her and other friends.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But we did miss you, Sally. Oh, thanks. I miss you too. Oh, oh. I think this is the first Valentine's Day where
0: you're the only one in a relationship question mark. I think. Yeah, I feel like we're usually pretty synced. Like we're either all in a relationship together <laughs> like or periods. all single together. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is the only year where you guys are single and I'm in a relationship.
1: Does it feel weird?
0: Mm, kind of. Like it feels weird being in the friend group, being like the only one in the relationship, whereas everyone's mm-hmm. still single and like I guess they're in a different mindset because everyone's always talking about like dating their new hinge matches or something. <laughs> and then I'm just here like, yes, good for you. <laughs> like I've nothing not good else. To good for offer. you, Sally. <laughs> huh? Yeah.
1: You're the one that's it's good. You're doing good. Mm-hmm. Well. I think I've transferred all my like dating app energy from boys to climbing shoes. I've been like frantically trying to find the perfect pair. And in the similar way of dating, it is equally frustrating to find the perfect pair of shoes. But it feels more like it feels healthier to be stressing about that than about people. What is this analogy? Like shopping versus (laughs) I was thinking about this today because I didn't really work today. Today was, it was, like, really chill at my job. So I had, like, my computer open on the side, like, comparing shoes and, like, looking at reviews and stuff like that. And there's always something wrong with them or, like, so, like some review gives you, like, contradictory, like, suggestions. And I was, like, at least I'm stressed about this, right? Instead of, like,
0: a human. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's for yourself.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, right?
0: To improve myself. Speaking of work, have y'all been thinking about career changes after our last episode. Have you? Nope. <laughs> Have you? No? No, I haven't <laughs> no, okay. either. But my coworker is leaving us. Huh? Um, It happened, like, so fast because she is part of this, like, um, master's – she's doing this master's program at Hood College. Mm-hmm. And her advisor told her about this, like, job opening. Um that she had like a connection with so then she like asked her oh do you want to try like interviewing and then my coworker was like yeah okay i'll try it out and then she interviewed last week on tuesday and they gave her the offer like thursday wow. that was and fan. then she had to decide like basically by today or yesterday mm. um whether or not she was going to take the job and it was like such a fast turnaround we did not see it coming and then she was like like just like Two weeks ago, she was talking about how me and like our other coworker who's like a post back would be leaving her since we're going mm-hmm. to like med school or grad school. And now she's the one who's leaving us. She's like, <laughs> bye. All the turntables. Yeah. There must be something so, in
1: the air because my coworker who I'm like the closest to, closest to my age as well, she just put in her mm-hmm. two weeks, did not see it coming. My boss no. didn't see it coming. So now we're also like scrambling to like yeah. fill her responsibilities. And I don't think it's making me think about like leaving, but it is kind of just like, oh, she left. And then we were texting afterwards because she was telling me all about it. And she was like, yeah, Ming, like you're once you get to your two years, then you can consider like looking for other places or like that's not a bad time to leave and Mm -hmm. stuff like that. So I'm not, but it (laughs) is something to think about, especially especially after last week's episode. Like Mm
2: -hmm.
1: that's why I was dissociated at your party. I was like thinking about (laughs) Uh, do I need to change my career? Am I doing <laughs> what I'm passionate about?
0: Yeah. Mm, yeah, well, it's about time. It's almost like your second year.
1: That's crazy. It's crazy that you're leaving because yeah. it feels like you've been up in Frederick forever, but also not
0: that long. Yeah. I, I get the feeling. I feel like I'm still like a fledgling, but somehow I'm <laughs> leaving this job already. Being kicked out of the nest. <laughs> Are you going to miss
2: Frederick when you leave? Because I think you have such a full life there. Like going to Planet Fitness and like going to pottery <laughs> and, and stuff
1: an like H-Mart? that. five H-Mart? minutes away? We're going to lose Why our H-Mart part plug? of my
0: full life. But yeah, I'm going to miss H-Mart. He's a <laughs> very nice comedians. Um, I, I don't even know if there will be an H-Mart wherever I go to school. I can't even imagine my life without H-Mart right now.
2: <laughs> There's no H-Mart <laughs> in Foggy bottom, so.
1: I know.
0: How am I going to oh. get my groceries? <sighs> yeah, I'll miss it. But I think wherever I go, like people are easily adaptable. So I'll be able mm. to survive. I'll be able to thrive anywhere. <laughs> Do you like having been on like a
1: a track almost? It's like. Because Lynn and I have been off of, like, once we graduated from college, there were no, like, end dates already imposed on us. Like, if we wanted to leave a job, we had to decide that ourselves, things like that. But for you, it's like you always knew the end date to this, like, job was there, you know. And then even Mm -hmm. with grad school, you know when you're going to graduate, like, most likely. So,
0: I don't know. Do you like having those, like, deadlines set in your life? Mm, I kind of like it because... I like to know that it's not like the job isn't infinite. Mm -hmm. Like there's a hard deadline and then I'm going to move on to the next thing. Um, I think because we're in this like transition phase or like we're so young right now, it's hard for me to commit to like one singular thing or think that I'll live in one place for like forever. So it's good to know that there's going to be an end date and I have to like change, have to move and that's something I kind of look forward to. Like, if I'm not feeling motivated or like kind of bored with my work, I know at least like eventually I'll get to do something else later on. So, mm-hmm. I kind of, it's not, I don't think, I don't view it as a bad thing. I view it as something that kind of invigorates me sometimes. Mm. Yeah. I think it's kind of weird. I'm also like the type of person who is afraid of commitment. So, mm-hmm. I like having like these short term like things going on right now and yeah like i know it's just like testing the waters and if i don't like it i can do something else later it seems mm-hmm. nice
1: or maybe cuz we were just like raised in the school system so it's like we there were always deadlines um mm-hmm. i kind of miss that too cuz now <laughs> it's like too much pressure on me to like figure out what what i want to do with my life like mm-hmm. do i want it to end now, like, look for a new job. Do I want to take it in a whole new direction? I think that's why when we were in college or high school, also like going to grad school or med school or like a um professional school after college seems so appealing because it was like, yeah, you just worry about getting in and then surviving it's kind of like school
0: from the real
1: world. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It, it is appealing to be
0: told what to do sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Well, you can always go back to school. Uh, GW—that's a like, great public health program. I, heard. I know they
1: do; <laughs> they really do. But like jumping back into it is also daunting, yeah. like, equally daunting to like jump imagine back into like, to do academic homework after school no. <laughs> tests, studying. Yeah, I told you what I did after work today. I took another two-hour nap. So <laughs> <laughs> I can't imagine actually having to use my brain mm-hmm. past five o'clock. <laughs> you also say you need to use your brain, though. I know. Um. I'm a complex person. <laughs> I like using my brain for like reading and doing puzzles. <laughs> okay, maybe that makes me sound like a bimbo. Okay. <laughs> we should move on. <laughs> Linda, do you have any thoughts related to this topic or how's your
0: work, Linda? Yeah. How's your new job? You haven't given much reflection on it.
2: There ain't anything to reflect on because <laughs> What? That's impossible. Well, okay, so I was telling you guys earlier, like, when I went to the happy hour, I was like, this is the most effort I've put into this company (laughs) since (laughs) I started, like, showing my face at this happy
0: hour. Um, Is it a whole, like, company or team thing? It's like a a think tank, so
2: there is a team, but, like, compared to my last job, things are kind of, like, lax around here. Um, Mm. How so? Like, I have like two things to do. Oh. Uh, <laughs> and I'm like, I don't know whether to appreciate that for what it is or like, should I be more proactive? Like, is it a mm. test somehow? Like, mm. so I can kind of like, you be like, make my own schedule. Like, I was talking to my boss and saying, like, oh, like, I could do a bit more. Like, I have some capa- some bandwidth. And then mm-hmm. he was like, okay, well, you can think of some ways you can have, like, a value to add to our team. I'm like, you, can- you should be telling me <laughs> what I can do to help you. So, like, I've never experienced this before. Um, so, so if you had to say, to like,
1: how many hours of the workday do you actually work? Okay, for legal purposes,
2: like, <laughs> uh, I had like some hours of honest work per week. <laughs> I think. Per week? I was out there per day.
1: <laughs> Wait, I feel the exact opposite. I had my one on one with my boss today. And now, since um, that coworker's leaving, we're all getting like her work is being dispersed among us while they look for her replacement. And my boss was like, I think you're ready for more responsibilities. How do you feel about that? <laughs> and I'm just like, I mean, pile it on, I guess. Um, okay. <laughs> so now I'll be doing more work, which is good because I don't like to be, I don't like to feel like I'm not working because I. then you're right Linda. you get that stress of like, is this a test? Like, am mm-hmm. I supposed to be asking for more, reaching out, showing that I care about our company, even though you know, I'd rather be in bed playing crosswords. So like, <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't know. It's a confusing place. So like, getting more work just honestly on me is kind of a relief, but I don't know. Does your work at least interesting? Like, I don't even know what you do. Yeah. What do you yeah, do? Yeah, the learn? projects
2: are interesting. Um So I'm like research manager. So they have these projects that they run and I kind of just, do logistics for that. Like we have a project management software and I'm in charge of that. Um yeah,
1: that's PM. It. yes, like PM. Oh. This is the and direction like, you wanted to go in.
2: Yeah, because I want to get my pimp and then <laughs> maybe go into like <laughs> PMing other things. Cause I feel like you can take this like skill and move it to other industries yeah Mm -hmm. so I'm like maybe I should like now that I don't have a lot to do I should be getting be working on my pimp so I can figure out what my value (laughs) add actually
1: is (laughs) (laughs) I think you want to pursue it just so you can keep saying pimp
2: (laughs) I also need some letters after my name you know it's getting to that point where (laughs) I need a little extra pimp
1: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, how do you work towards it? Like, is it a um, certificate or like actually going back to school? It's like a certificate that is like an exam that you study
2: for. Oh, okay. Um, but I think you need like some hours of like actually pimping project <laughs> management. <laughs> <laughs> so I think there's like classes you can take for uh, that okay. to get you like the hours. It's like the driving test, I guess. Like you need some hours mm-hmm. of doing it. Um, I was thinking of going to like UMGC to oh. to do it but now i'm like i don't have tuition remission anymore i had to like, like actually who are we talking want to this? that did that kayla
1: kayla yeah. yeah kayla we recently caught up with her and she's thinking about going back to school virtually through umgc and honestly it sounded appealing
0: mm-hmm. it's like online school yeah
1: it's like yeah. online posts uh back you can get like and extra extra degrees or certificates or whatever,
0: mm-hmm. and it's
1: through the university. It's the University of Maryland, like Global Campus now. Mm-hmm. Um, so, she's trying to do it. F- I forgot uh, what data analytics, something like that.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: It's so interesting was... to see where our friends end up. Like, yeah. totally not like she, she. What was she a um, AOSC AOSC major? Her like, paths are so
0: diverse.
1: Yeah, <laughs> honestly, I feel like Sally, you're the only one of our friends. I mean, there's all these pre med people that like stuck to their track, but like you're like very like an arrow straight and true towards like bio I don't know, are you still doing biochem? I don't even know. I'm not doing biochem. What (laughs) are you applying to? Why did I not know this? What are you applying to
0: I applied to biomedical sciences like umbrella programs. Okay. And like within the umbrella program, you can choose a track of specialization. And And I'm not doing biochem. So
1: biochem is okay. distinctly different from biomedical sciences.
0: Um, no, it could be within it, but I just don't want to do biochem. <laughs> like I don't like uh, it. <laughs> uh are, do you like bio better than chem or vice versa? Um, yes. Definitely like bio more. Um, but bio can be very broad. So like within this program, yeah. there is usually there's like tracks such as cancer biology. Um, just like general cell biology or um, or developmental biologies in some schools and there's um like let me think there's also um increasingly more like bioinformatics programs, mm. which is kind of what uh, Alex is doing with mm-hmm. the whole like coding and like analyzing um, sequences and stuff like that mm-hmm. and There's like more, but I'm blanking. But yeah, there's a lot of different categories within biology itself too. And because it's biomedical sciences, they're usually um, related to the medical school. So actually they're like part of the medical school. So that the research is a bit more translational. And and that just means that it's more relevant to clinical disease. So you're not just doing like random research. Yeah.
1: That makes sense. Mm-hmm. That would be more interesting to me as well because you actually yeah. get to see the applications of it. Mm-hmm. Um And this is kind of related, but also not really bringing it back to like dating and Valentine's Day. I love I don't think I'll ever give up social media, particularly Instagram, because I just like seeing where everyone is in their life. Like yeah, for example, seeing how people are doing in their careers or they're starting new jobs or programs, but also yesterday just seeing everyone sharing about their um relationship status i guess or their partner carlos was grouching about how like ugh, all these couples on my instagram <laughs> but i kind of like it i like i like, like being it? nosy and seeing like how mm. people are doing and it like see i mean for a lot of couples this is the like the one day will they're where they'll like give their partner a shout out or like be really cutesy and it's it's cute i like seeing people happy <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's true yeah. I like I seeing what yet. they got from their partners.
1: <laughs> Sally's like, well, show me the money. <laughs> <laughs> show me the bag. Yeah. Do you not feel a need to... I don't know. You don't put Kevin on your Instagram, really? Is that intentional? I
0: put him on my story once. He complained to me. It was like, <laughs> you never put me on your Instagram. Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, you also never put me on your Instagram, so you can't even complain. But anyways. I put him on once. <laughs> not that I'm counting, but... <laughs>
1: <laughs> why wow, you just don't, don't feel know. like sharing kevin with the rest of the world
0: no i it's just like in general i don't feel like mm. sharing things on my instagram that much i think like, mm-hmm. this sounds like very cheesy and like i don't know but i like living in the moment more than like posting <laughs> things on social media so mm-hmm. i mean if people share stuff and like tag me i'll repost it because they already took yeah. the effort to you know just make a whole story of <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah but I don't know. Usually, I don't really post much.
1: It's like with mm. Hannah Sutton. Is like I think her Instagram bio is: if you want to see pictures of me, go to like Claire's profile or something like that. Mm,
0: yeah, like she yeah, doesn't basically. post at all. Just go to Linda's Linda profile yeah. if you want to see pictures. <laughs> moving, <of> me. <laughs> <laughs> moving along,
1: moving <laughs> along, or moving along to see updates on Sally's life. Mm. Yeah, me post pictures of your dating life though.
2: Huh.
1: Like yeah, back when you were dating, you yeah, do you did. kind of disagree with Sally's like oh that um, comment? I think we disagree, or not disagree. We just have different perspectives on social media in general. Because I th- I don't think it's like dating specific. I think that it's just like I don't I like sharing my life on Instagram spe- specifically. So at the time, Stefan was part of my life, so it was just part of sharing my life was sharing him.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I don't think I would ever intentionally be like, oh, I'm not sharing about my partner unless they requested it. Or like I am intentionally only sharing about my partner. You know, some like couple or some people on Instagram only post about their partner, like every single mm. photo is about them or something like that. I don't think yeah, I'd ever annoying. do that, but it's just like part of my life. I'm willing to share. Whereas it sounds like Sally, you're you just prefer to keep it more private mm-hmm. overall on social yeah. media.
0: I just Linda, like to stop you? people. I don't like yeah. people stalking me. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: <laughs> did you like to see the couples? Dude, i like to see the couples like yes how, i mean because your feeling towards valentine's is a little different than mine too anyways mm. i think
2: i liked it i like seeing a lot of people post um like how different it is because somebody was like oh a picture of like them or like a gift mm-hmm. but then other times like some long letter on like instagram <laughs> stories like that. those are the mm-hmm. best because i'm just like Give me all of the information I
1: have (laughs) on this couple that I don't know, but I'm like invested in their plot, I Mm -hmm. guess. And some of their posts like really epitomize their relationship. Like I don't know, one one couple I followed okay so there were like several posts about like people going out to fancy dinners or whatever and then one couple that i saw did like the whole meme like twitter dinner where it's like mac and cheese a brownie and then like dino nuggets and with a glass of chocolate milk (laughs) (laughs) it was like from a twitter post or something and that was their like fancy valentine's day dinner and i I found that hilarious because that really like speaks to like what their relationship
0: is like (laughs) i saw a post Uh, this is has nothing to do with your, like, chocolate milk, whatever. Or some mac and cheese okay. dinner. But um, my favorite, I guess, couple post was, Wah, you know, Wah and Whaley. Wah yeah. made a whole, like, personali- personalized bouquet for Whaley. He, like, bought all these different types of flowers and, like, leaves from Trader Joe's and, like, assembled it. That was cute. Like, he oh. <laughs> was like, after 10 years, I think I know what her aesthetic is. But then Aww. he was like, did I did good? Did I did good? And then there was, like, a poll. <laughs>
2: Oh. <laughs> well, they're like a social media couple, so it's kind of different. Yeah. They kind of have to go all
1: out. That's true. That's Influencers true. showing their love is very different mm-hmm. than like real life people, but I don't know. I I I guess it's mixed feelings because it's like social media is all about performance, but sometimes it's okay to indulge in that or like let <laughs> people indulge on it and like not hate on it. It's Mhm. It's, yeah. Social media is just so ingrained in our life at this point that like it makes sense that couples would, I don't know, put a poll on. Maybe that's a little bit much, but
0: sharing their dino dinner <laughs> is cute. Yeah, I definitely think though when I was single and like I would see, you know how. I have, like, this whole thing against, like, couples, seeing couples in the wild. Yeah. Yeah. Sees damn couples. Actually, even now, (laughs) I don't like seeing couples in the wild.
1: Even though you yourself are a couple. (laughs) Yeah. in a couple.
0: They're annoying. Gosh. (laughs) If you like this episode, make sure to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. And you can find us on Instagram at moving along pod and check out our medium blog for all of our bonus contents. You can follow us there at movingalong.medium.com. Until next time. Bye. Bye.
1: This is it. What are we gonna talk about? <laughs> Honestly, we'll see what the reception is, although Okay, I'm going to cut myself off from saying that because I was just about to say we'll see how our audience thinks of this episode if we'll do more. But also from my conversation last episode where we were talking about like – I don't know if this was – this must have been off the podcast. But we were talking about like commodifying our conversations for this podcast specifically. Who cares if our audience doesn't like this episode? Mm -hmm. I liked it. So I hope you all enjoyed it.